Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast star, episode three, where we will be discussing the Corgi car. I'm Jim. I'm Elise. So yes, uh, big news. First off, uh, book four has been announced. Yes. And it will be the last one. So that's a good thing. The trailer looked neat. Uh, maybe I we'll actually haven't seen the trailer yet. That. Which I gotta get oh, around you to haven't? doing. It's, it's awesome. I've seen yeah. like screenshots of it, but yeah. I'm suspicious of that little uh, bell thing. Mm. I don't know. I don't trust it. But uh, yeah, and actually, it book four was announced like a day after we recorded the first episode, where we had a whole section talking about is it coming back? <laughs> yeah. The power of prophecy weighs heavy. <laughs> Yeah, so I just fell off of my... I just fell backwards in my chair. (laughs) We're keeping this in. (laughs) We have to. We don't have a choice. No, it's important. It's important that we keep it in because it's it's a character moment for me. I'm just fucking clumsy. Yes. That's the episode title. Elise falls out of her chair. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. (laughs) Okay, um... Two min- a minute in, and we got the episode title. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, we start off. Uh, act the first thing out of my notes isn't even anything before they get into the corgi car. It's uh, oh, I have stuff before that. Tula- it was with ugly Irwin. <laughs> okay, I do have notes before that. So, uh, the first thing I wrote down is once again the first few rooms in this episode, they don't seem to have tasks. She just kind of goes from the start to the end, like, she asks one one to time her, and then she just kind of runs through the cars and gets to open the doors at the end. And... If I remember correctly, they don't come across a locked door until Crystal Car. Um, which is the standard for the rest of the books, because that's how the car is supposed to work. Or the the train. So, again... We'll get to the Toad Car, that's one of my favorite <laughs> Yeah. But we mentioned um, last episode that maybe the task of that car was to help the cat, but we don't actually, like... But it also seems like the cat's disconnected because yeah. she just leaves the car, I, so if that was the task... I, then... I kind of doubt that was the task, because these rooms all seem to not have tasks, because she just kind of leaves them through the door. Um... But it's also the thing of we get into later of the sentience and personhood of the denizens. Mm-hmm. It's like, was the cat specifically created so that eventually she would help Tulip when Tulip get on the train? I mean, prob- like, what kind of prophecy powers does the train have of knowing what's going to happen when? I don't really know when when that might have been alluded to. So, like, I'm gonna miss something, but. Oh, uh, they mentioned it in season two. I don't want to get too much into okay. it. Okay, I don't. But it's when the the mace was like to empty lake, when he was like, did the mirror car create it, create itself, so that you would exist to help Tulip, or that you would exist to escape and then help Jesse. Mm. So it's like, at what level does the train create the cars to help specific people? Yeah. But yes, okay, back to this episode. Yeah, so she gets in. So there's there's uh, a there's a car that's literally just full of ducks. 
Yes, the duck car. Oh my god, that was so funny. Can you help me find my real eyes? <laughs> Can you help me find my real eyes? No, my normal eyes. <laughs> my normal eyes, yeah, there we go. Nope, don't have time for this. <laughs> Um, there's a car where she gets chased by a boulder, like an Indiana Jones thing, and like, holy shit, she, she's super athletic. Like, damn. Did she do track oh, at school or something? Oh, then there's a monster that's mash never... car? That's... <laughs> there's... Well, that's what I'm calling, because there's monsters saying, do you want to mash with us? But it's later referred to as the dan monster dance party car. Yeah. Probably for copyright reasons, mm -hmm. but, you know. So, yes. Then she gets into the corgi car. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing in my notes is, um... That door um, is just, like, standing in the middle of an open space, and it's not, like, in a surface. So I do kind of wonder what it looks like from behind, especially when it's open, because that's, like, we see it, so I think we do see it again, doors that are like that, but it's just kind of, like... It's very weird. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're like uh, do invisible. Do we see any more that are like it. that? Um, I feel like we do. Or are the rest of them but, just inset into a wall. Yeah, I feel like we see more, but I can't remember specific examples. So, um, yeah. And then um, my next my next thing in my notes is ugly Erwin, but we're we're gonna like actually yes, talk about ugly uh, We're gonna actually talk about the uh, what happens in between, right? So she gets there. Yeah, yeah. So. And. Atticus shows up. Mm hmm. And he introduces himself and all that. And Tulip's not really having it. She just kind of wants to get out. Like, like she's been treating all the other cars, but uh, she gets kind of roped into the tour. Um, well, she doesn't want to be rude. Yeah. Like, she also doesn't. I mean, she cares less about being rude at certain times, but, like, it seems like at this point, she's like, eh, mm -hmm. he's so nice, and he's a dog. Yeah. Um, like, do you want a sunbeam to lie in? Yeah. And she, like, considers it for a second. Mm -hmm. like, no, and then, um, this. so, this is, this is where Ugly Ruin is brought in. Um, she well, asked, like, she asked how many four, are, think... are we, and he says we're 400 he's strong like a... and 399 cute. Except for ugly Erwin. But what is he talking about? Erwin is like majestic and cute still? I don't I <laughs> yeah, don't understand no, it's what he's more talking majestic about. Majestic yeah. and cute. Because then it plays the music and he turns and like puts the paw up. <laughs> the wind in his hair and like the sunlight fading over him. It might be because I'm not sure he's actually a corgi. So that might be what they're No, he's not a corgi. He's about. definitely not a corgi. Yeah. But like that might be why. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can't you just cross the like, go take the monster yourself? No. The it's a dangerous two-foot death. We would surely drown. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, they, um, yeah, they get there, and he says where the door is, and he calls it the unsolvable puzzle door. Um. And she's Which like, one, one time me, and then... How know the door is there? Well, the the water level probably wasn't as high previously because they mentioned that the water level has been steadily increasing, so they've probably explored over there when there was less water. Um, but now on world building, is there another dog civilization on the other side of the river? That'd be a cool idea. Does it matter? Probably not. <laughs> it's it'd still be cool if it's there though. It's fun to think about stuff like that. 
It's also fun. He says the uh, dog apartment of water and power. Yeah. And now it's just of water. Right, so... It's the dog department of water and water. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that happens a little later. So she, she wants to cross the river and go and get out. Um, and then just then the, uh, the shadow appears over the, over the mountain. And they're all like, it's the monster, quick, we gotta hide. Um... Which, based on how much it goes up, I feel like Tulip, it probably would have been up to, like, her neck at most. And even then, she probably could have swam across pretty easily. The water? Yeah. Well... Like, if she had wanted to. Well, later they... Oh, like, um, when it floods. Yeah. Okay. Um... Because, like, later when they actually do cross it, uh, it's literally... It's, like, up to, like, her ankles mm -hmm. or something, or her knees. And she still carries... Which is uh, weird, because he should She still carries Atticus. Two... Last thing, it says, like, two feet. I mean, corgis are very low. They are very tiny, stubby legs. Mm -hmm. So, he prob that probably would have been just splashing in his face if he had been walking at that level. Yeah. Even. Um. So... Right, so when they're, they're hiding, and, um... One one, like... Splits. Yeah, splits, and... Our glad one goes out. And... He comes like, back, and he's like, ah! And they're like, what? No, What's the other wrong? one's like, I guess I'll have to start writing your obituary. <laughs> yes, and one is, like, obsessed with obituaries. So many times. <laughs> yeah. What does Atticus say? He's like, awfully morbid little thing, aren't you? And then he goes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Gladwin comes back oh. and he like yells and they're like, like What? What's <laughs> wrong? And he's like, It's gone, I'm happy. Uh <laughs> Which that reminds me of a thing. I don't know if you've seen Brooklyn Nine Nine. I have not, but where the one I... guy, uh, Pimento, he's like he's kinda crazy. He says like I love you to someone and then he's like ah. <laughs> and they're like, Oh he's like, No, that was a cathartic scream of love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so then they're going back out and um uh, Atticus does not instantly go out, and then, uh, Tulip's like, what, are you, aren't you gonna come with me? And he's like, yes, and do you wanna go outside? No, no. <laughs> like, it's just the, it's the funny yeah. dog thing of how... Yeah. Um, yeah, and then when they cross the river, uh, <laughs> he, he tells Tulip, um, I must warn you, Corgis are a proud people and we do not like being carried. And she's like, why are you telling me this? And then he, he's like, I have to stop. <laughs> he just wriggles. <laughs> like he under he understands that he's going to be carried and still like <laughs> does that. It's funny. I mean, that's how dogs are. Yeah, no, it's they'll funny. Be like, hey, pick me up, and then they'll be like, <laughs> Um. But yeah. They. Oh, I had a thought, but that's for the next episode. Sorry. Um. Uh, oh, the one thing I noticed when they're over there, the sun's just going. Back yeah, that's and what forth I was about to say. Like a foot apart. That's what I was about to say. They're on their journey. Um, there's a cloud that's literally only large enough to encompass the three, and it's snowing on them. And later on, they're sitting down under a tree, or at least just Tulip is, and the sun just goes back and forth, like between two positions in the sky, like kind of close to each other. <laughs> yeah. Pretty... So then they see the uh, spider hanging over. Mm -hmm. I think originally it was a work light, 
In the original version? Yeah, because this, this episode was the pilot. So... More or less, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of it's direct quotes, but, you know. Mm-hmm. With I that, don't quite I remember... Was over an orb this yeah, time? Yeah, it was an orb. I don't quite One remember the pilot orbs? version, but it was an environment orb. Um... So, so there was like one of those yellow work lights, and it looked like there was like a bunch of stuff set up for like a construction team in the original, which was very weird. Yeah, I don't remember that, but the orb thing is just like ties in a lot better. So, uh, see, so yeah, then they uh, kill this one. One one eats the spider. One no Atticus does. No, not one. <laughs> Atticus. One 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 can't breathe. One one has a mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then he eats the spider. Um, and then, oh no, nothing changes. And then, uh, they see, uh, the The steward. steward. Yeah. And it's like just removing all the, all the, all the orbs. Orbs. And messing up the environment and to apologize. But I wonder which one specific, because what we know later is probably looking for something specific. Yeah. But we have no idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Then one one. Then it starts shooting at them with its a just machine. Yeah, because they yes. they hide, and one one is like, oh, we we should like, talk to it. Hello, <laughs> and then Tula shoves him in her backpack, but it starts shooting at them, and then Atticus runs up and gets like slapped, which I was like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also interesting, then it says something that's very ominous and weird. It yeah. says, return to your seat. Yes. And that's like... What does it mean? Yeah. What does that even mean? Even Within even even knowing, even having watched the rest of the series, we still don't really know what it means. Like, is Amelia kind of hijacking the train so that... Um, well, we obviously we know she's hijacking the train, but like... Um, she, is she, like, trying to make the passengers think that they're just supposed to stay in whatever room they started out in or whatever? Um, I feel well, like... I mean, we see... We only see one other example of her. I mean, technically two, I guess. One of them's in a weird dream flashback. Hmm. That we see her encountering other passengers, but it's like... Why? Like, it seems like she didn't really have a problem with what other passengers were doing as long as it didn't mess with her. Yeah. Um. So, (laughs) yeah, the steward's design is, like, terrifying. It's, like, literally just this, it's this tangle of, like, tentacles that are, and, like, wires. And on those weird claw hands where it's just a three and then it goes into a bunch of little fingers and it's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the the and it all like connects to like a face that's like a ceramic mask and it's like and the eyes are like blue flames and shit. It's just like yeah, damn. weird. Um, and then uh, well, when it actually sees one one up close is when it leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. So that's another hint of probably foreshadowing yeah, of one one being the true conductor. Recognizes that. Remember. Yeah complete series spoilers, even though we've already done it, like, six times in this episode <laughs> to everyone who's listening. Yeah. Um. So that's where my notes end, but, um. I don't think the steward appears again after book one. 
if I remember yes, it correctly. Yes, it does. It appears in the end of book two. Hmm, I'm not quite remembering the context of that. When one one's driving it. Oh, yeah, but like not. Hmm. As I'm, I mean, it appears yeah in the end of book one and end of book two. It appears in that flashback of Grace's memories in book three. Okay. But. Well, Grace got on the train. Um, probably around the same time as Tulip, yeah, because. Um, book, no, book two no. is kind of. A, I mean, we also don't. Book two is a pretty no. long jump ahead, right? Of a few years. It seems like because it seems like I think Tulip's time is supposed to be in the late '80s hmm. when she's on the train. It's not really. I think that's what it's been said, especially with the mm. kind of game she had. It was probably meant to be in the '80s or something. That's weird to tell, though, because her again. This is like not even this episode, but thinking back, but it also seems like I remember her computer looking least... like Windows XP, which is 2002 or 2001. I don't remember, but um, in the '80s there were no Windows releases at all. So like. So yeah, then it must have been er late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, probably early Especially 2000s. because Grace was and Simon were at least m spent most of their time on the train. We also don't know how long after uh, season one, season three starts. Because mm -hmm. all, all, all of all of book three is after on the train. book two. Yeah, all of book three is on the train. Um, there is a little bit of book two at the end that. Um, gets off the train, but book it's three is train. fully on the train, if I remember. So correctly. yeah, we don't really know how long between book one and because it seems like Lake is some is older, not by a lot, but like yeah. noticeably older. Because mm -hmm. it seems like she can age, and it has been said that she, by like the creators that her hair can grow back, mm. her metal hair can grow back, which also suggests she can age. <laughs> um, even though every time we see her, um. The hair's been cut shorter, um, which we know which we, also, we know it's just because she's cut it, but it's just like... Which I think it's also been said that they were, that uh, Jesse was only on the train for two months. Okay. So a lot less time than Tulip or Grace or Simon. Yeah, one of my notes for... Um... Oh, and also, we will be probably just using she, her for Lake for most of the time, even though a lot of fans have used other pronouns. Yeah, um... It's just the one the show uses, when so it's more when convenient I looked her up, format. um, the wiki uses she, her, for, like, um, I consider... So yeah, the show uses that? I so we're gonna be using mm -hmm. that for now? I consider it to be, like, they tried what they could with the limitations of the network to sneak in non-binary representation. Um... Because most people use she, they, but we're gonna use she, her just for convenience. Yeah. And, like, she, they, for, like, is cool. But, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I'm not saying it's not necessary re representation mm. or it's not good. I'm just saying for the context of this podcast. Yeah. It's easier and more consistent to use she, her. Okay. So, yes, moving on from yeah. that. <laughs> um... Beep, boop, beep, boop, bop. Um... Which also, how far was, like, that part of the car from... Because it seems like that was literally the edge of the car at the end. Um, the door at the end of this episode? Yeah, because we also see the Stuart... Well, in the original one, the Stuart goes out a hole. Okay. In the, in the wall, but yeah, I might be getting it confused with the pilot. 
<laughs> but in this one, it goes out the door. Okay. Yes, very confusing. <laughs> yeah. I find it really funny, like, um... It's the unsolvable puzzle door, because dogs just don't have thumbs and they're short, so they can't like, open put it. put your paw on the handle. Okay. Turn it. Okay. That's how all doors work. <laughs> and There's she wrote... people have been working like, on this technology for centuries. She writes down the steps. Or decades, And only centuries. then realizes it's like, oh, it's just a normal door. <laughs> Yeah. Which actually reminds me of a thing, it was in a... I mean, I don't know how many people who would be listening to this are anime fans of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> where there's people who are... Or villains who try to use them, and it's like... They actually write down, and it's like three steps of how to use them. <laughs> we'll just get them all... Say the dragon's name, make the wish. Yeah. Yes, uh, my weeb is showing, even though I've only watched, like... Five. Oh wow! Yikes. Okay, I'm not gonna go down that hole <laughs> today. Um. Only only anime I've watched is Evangelion. I've watched a little bit of some other stuff, but nothing all the way through. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I've watched both of them all the way through. I'm actually watching Brotherhood again now, but uh, My Hero Academia is pretty good. I watched Dragon. I haven't watched the original Dragon Ball. I've watched Z and Super, but have you seen? Uh, Sword Art Online. Cory in the, the house. Ever? Cory in no, the house. No, I haven't. <laughs> no. Uh, Shrek, obviously, the best anime ever. But You're right. You're right. Which the story behind Shrek is insanity. Shrek, Shrek now, Infinity Train. In. <laughs> yeah. Should I? Like how uh, Mike Myers recorded all his audio, and then he was like, yeah. hey, what if I did it in a Scottish accent? Yeah. And that was after Chris Farley partially recorded audio and then which I've listened to some away. of them and it's a very different story it was going to be a very di they basically rewrote the entire script after Chris Farley died mm. yeah and they re because the original version was com was basically written for Chris Farley yeah it's insanity and they were working on it for like 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> could never get it done um and they like and again um Mike Myers did the redub, and then he was like, wait, I had an epiphany. I'm going to re-record all this. Can I re-record all my dialogue in a Scottish accent? And they were like, okay. <laughs> and they reanimated a bunch of the movie, apparently. Um, that movie is a trip. I have not watched that movie in a while. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go back and rewatch the three good Shrek movies. We have the third, I mean... I haven't seen the last one I think I watched recently is for Shrek 2, which people say is the best. I don't really yeah. know. But, you know. The general consensus is that Shrek 1 is good, two, Shrek one. 2 is better, um, and then people don't like 3 and 4. Um, I've seen, I think more people like 4 I've, than yeah, like I've 3, seen, even though 4 is super depressing. I've seen so. strong defenses of 4. Um, I have to, 4 is very sad. I have to watch all of them again, but... Um, I am very willing to give four a chance. Four is very sad. Yeah. 
Just like Book 3 of Infinity Train. See? We tied oh, it back in. <laughs> we did Jesus. it in the end. Should I fall out of my chair again to end the episode? No, no, guys, guys, wait. Shrek? Is... No, uh... A tulip is Shrek? Oh my god! And, uh, yes, one, it's because she eats one onions! One is donkey? It's... She, she's yes. Shrek because she eats whole onions, that's why. <laughs> Does she have layers? Yes. <laughs> well, also because she's wearing like six layers of clothing and all. Oh times, my god! Yes, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we have to decide: is the episode title title "Always Falls Out of Her Chair" or "Tulip Is Basically Shrek"? <laughs> um. Hmm. We'll decide yeah. later. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, any other points? Um, well, we brought up the onion thing, even though it wasn't actually in my notes for this episode. Um, I watched, uh, the next episode just now also, because I thought we were recording to end Yeah, we might record that when. Okay. Yeah. Um, but... The uh, the onion thing is actually brought up in that episode, but it's not in my notes for this one. So I'm glad we can still reference it every uh, every podcast episode. That's that's good. We're only gonna be able to do this for season one. There's no way it's gonna come back in season two. No, for for season two, we just have to like um, find a new joke. Yeah, no, uh, Lake likes um, metal onions. <laughs> No, because in the mirror, in the chrome car, she specifically says that she hates onions. Okay. Um. Which is very interesting, to, if you want to talk about, once again, go into the deep, dark hole of yeah. seeing how much of a person chrome, is like. Chrome car is going to be a pretty long episode, I think, of uh, the podcast, because mm, yeah. there's a lot more to talk about in that one. Um, oh, no. But, uh, Mace? Oh, incredible character. Yeah. I mean, he sucks, but, like, he's so well-written. And the uh, yeah. voice performance by uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know how they landed a huge actor like that for... And then, like, show, like Infinity and then he's Train, there but... for, like, the whole book, too. And it's so amazing. <laughs> like, they had to expand yeah. on something from book one for book two, and I'm so happy that it was this. Because, like, yeah. when, I, when I got to book two, I was like, holy shit, they actually did it. Because I, I totally Which wanted I them to. I have more things about... Then... I have more things about the Mirror Police in uh, Season 2 to talk about when we get there. Yeah. Because I really don't want to weigh down this episode with that. Yeah, we're already kind of going a while we talking about Red and Crap. <laughs> There's not a lot to talk about in this episode. Well, her, her number changes, I think. Yeah. When does it change? Right at the end. Um, yeah. When the steward leaves, it goes from 109 to 101. Um... And then she's like, "Huh." And then they they um they go out the door and they do the corgi thing again, where he doesn't. And then she's like, "I don't have time for this," but one one doesn't instead. It's, no, it's she said, "We are not doing this for every door." Yeah, <laughs> it's cute. I like that ending. Oh yes, very interesting. Introspective. <laughs> Oh okay, God. well, this has been episode three. Wait, is it three? Yeah, it's three. Of the podcast car uh, with Jim. And Elise. 
we will you will hear us next week <laughs> you can hopefully if i record the episodes in time yeah you can follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at the podcast car um you can find me on twitter if you're into that at kdv underscore granola underscore bars and i have nothing to promote so yeah <laughs> this podcast is my only project nice and maybe i'll set up a paypal for people who want to give me money <laughs> oh my god we're doing a patreon eventually but it's not a thing have yet enough followers for it to be worth it yeah it's not a thing yet though all right we'll see y'all in the next one